The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. What up, what up, what is going down? Thursday, April 6th, Fantasy News Today. What up, Bogey? What's happening, us? Yeah. <laughs> Man, lucky we didn't start that. How many times are you going to go in the Matrix before uh, before the show starts? What was that, two or three times? I was trying to count. <laughs> Two that you're aware of. There we go. <laughs> I wasn't that motherfucker like five, six, five. <laughs> and shout out to the crew up in the chat. Let's see who's up in here. PB and Waivers in the house. And uh, PB and Waivers, don't forget to send me your address for the cards. I'm still holding on to those. And uh, Lee in the house, all right, he got his new phone set up. He couldn't comment on YouTube yesterday for whatever reason, but he got it all figured out. He's in the building now. What up, Lee? Minnesota Marty in the house, what up? What up, Marty? Shout out to Emil, what up, homie? What up, Emil? Yeah, we got Bakeslot in the house. What up, Bakeslot? Dennis in the house, what up, what up? What up, Dennis? Shout out and to Minnesota. Antonio in the house. What up, what homie? Up? What up, birthday twin? Uh-oh, Mr. Murder Cap. What up, what up? He said, Buddha, Buddha lover. Let's get it. Always smoking Buddha. Sticky you know picky. What up, bro? You know, there's a serial killer. His name is Carl Watts. He only killed women. Only killed women. His claim to fame is that he's killed over like 100. He's, I think he's like... He's owned up to like over 50 bodies, but his strategy was to travel wherever the murder capital of the United States was and live there and just do his work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Easier to blend in. So I'm assuming he was in Chicago and Detroit for a couple Houston. stints. Houston. Houston for Houston. the longest. Oh, I shit. Think Houston in the 80s. I mean, you, you could probably look up Myrtle. I mean, because that shit changes. Right. It could change damn near every year. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. If it was back in the eighties, had to be Miami, right? Like Miami was dropping bodies, like when cocaine was getting crazy. Yeah, but you know, it's also like, are they counting those bodies because they're not Americans? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like the amount of people in the city of San Jose, California, where I'm at now. There's over a million, but our consensus is like a million. You know what I mean? But right. But goddamn it, there's there's like. 
another million tacked on a, a fucking goddamn uh, homeless and aliens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Peacock in the house. What up, homie? What up, brother? Gaga! Dennis said, I have a request, Huss. Can we take all the clips of the Viking secondary getting burnt out of the opening video? (laughs) 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 All those clips were from 2020, but yeah, Vikings didn't have the best secondary um, over the last couple years. (laughs) That 20, and that's why uh, Kirk Cousins killed it that year 36 tuggies. Hell yeah. They're always uh, <laughs> the defense giving up the booty. So that's why we loved Kirk for fucking fantasies. Always throwing him. What up, Debo? That's always been his MO going back to Washington. You know what I mean? He was going to throw for five now while the only problem was getting them tugs. Hell for yeah. some odd reason, you throw the ball, but it's never translated into tugs. Hell yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Lee, what up? He said, Antonio, congrats on the Garrett Wilson card. Last night, that was a dope memorabilia car. That's for sure. Uh-oh. Peacock said he saw the Mario movie yesterday. 7.5 out of 10. Highly recommend mushrooms. Okay. Well, he says highly recommend mushrooms. So <laughs> that that doesn't mean it's that good, right? <laughs> nah, man. I watched... I watched... Okay, maybe you're right. Because what I'm about to say is the same thing as you. I watched... Black Panther on mushrooms, and I thought it was amazing. You I mean, watch I, it? I was like, it was cool. The first one or the second one? Yeah, the first one. I never seen the second one. First one was really good, though. I mean, we'll, we'll see. It was, to me, it was. I, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a comic book nerd either. Here's my thing. I watch it on the mushrooms. It's phenomenal, right? And then yeah. you know, everyone's like, it's the best Marvel movie ever. Yeah. I watch it again. I pay for it again. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It was really good, but I mean, really, like, I mean, if we're, uh, I mean, if you're counting it with all black cast and, you know, black director and writer and all that, like, you know, I mean, that's a reason to like throw it up there because yeah. kind of never been done, especially in the Marvel world. But uh, yeah. And he's from Oakland. Yeah. He had, he made the brother, he made a, a Michael B. B. Jordan's character get sent away to Oakland. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Grew up in the town. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, and uh, him got, and Michael B. Jordan, Oakland, him and Michael B. Jordan, Black Panthers, right? Oakland Black Panthers, fucking uh, uh, correlated with you know Black Panther movie, like it was kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, let's see, uh, Marty said, Lee, do you see the signed memorabilia sauce card? Yeah, that was a crazy pull, and uh, yeah, let me get, I got it. In the case here until these uh the, the thicker penny sleeves come uh tomorrow. And then we'll get it all sleeved up. We'll get it in a nice top loader for you, Antonio. It's just super fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really sure about all the different thicknesses and stuff, but um now I bought uh one of those variety packs of the top loaders. So we'll get all these uh all these safe and sound before they make their way out. I think those are gonna come in the next couple of days. And Dennis said, yo, that shirt is fire. Send my cards via messenger, Bert. (laughs) Man, this is the old uh, 420 crew um, shirt, Dennis. But uh, I'm trying to see if I could find the, uh, the, what's it called? Yeah. But uh, I know that they're still available (laughs) on the spring website. Oh, instead of vintage, you could say it's the retro logo. It is the retro. Look at that. <laughs> Let's see. 
Let me see if I can find the link. Or let me see. Actually, banana joints. Actually, you know what? It's still available on 420crewmerch.com. So yeah, if you go to 420crewmerch.com, you can get the old vintage designs. Hell yeah. All right. And uh, Crispy in the house. What up? What up? What up, pops? All right. Let's get to the first order of business. We had Tyreek on the cover of this because we're hearing news that Tyreek says he's going to play out the final remaining three years of his contract and then he's going to retire and go into the business side of things. What do you think about that? So he's basically telling Miami, don't you fucking think about trying to trade me at the last minute to some bum-ass team, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or even, like, maybe behind the scenes he's starting to hear things like, you know, other people trying to inquire about Tyreek Hill. Some of these teams aren't going to be having a rookie QB, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm about to have a rookie QB. I'll trade some future assets to bring over Tyreek. And, like, because Tyreek, you got to think about this, like, when it comes to second and third year guys, Tyreek has made them look really good. I mean, well, obviously one of them is Patrick Mahomes. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, there was a lot of people who said Patrick Mahomes might not be the same without Tyreek Hill. They were just wrong. But it's because that's how bad of a motherfucker on this planet Tyreek Hill is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, everyone was hating on Patrick Mahomes as soon as Tyreek left. Uh, we were getting him lower in drafts and... Uh, I mean, nobody had him pegged as winning like the MVP, and uh, it was crazy because I was like, "Man, all the hate that he's getting." Yeah, he he's up, future bit. Yeah, I was like, he throws up a dope ass season without Tyreek. That's even like more of a reason to give him the MVP because of all that chatter. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tyreek was right though about Tua being more accurate because as far as like completed pass percentage to him, Tua Tua completed over seventy percent. And uh, to him specifically, Patrick Mahomes never got over 69. 69, dude. I was all waiting for it. <laughs> uh oh. Hold on. What? Antonio, when did, did that just happen right now? Break it. Hold on. Let's go see. Fact check it. Oh. Break it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. I totally forgot this. So here's the breaking news. Jets just got their QB from Green Bay today. Tim Boyle. Backup in Green Bay. They're getting everything just right for Rodgers. Yeah. Get me Tim Boyle. God fucking damn it. Dennis said there's a lot of people saying that Kelsey is too old. They were all wrong. That's what's crazy. For the last, like, two, three years, people have been saying, oh, Kelsey's going to fall off, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. There was no falling off for Kelsey. And Dennis said three QBs uh, played last uh, season, not all Tua. Well, yeah, that's true. Probably makes it. Probably makes inflate for Tua because he was obviously the best and the most accurate out of all three QBs that ended up playing last year. 
Antonio said, yeah, buddy. First Kelsey share ever got him in the WWF 21. That's dope, man. That is dope. We finally got Kelsey. I haven't been able to get Kelsey anywhere this year. It hasn't been. uh... We're on League 21? No, he must be talking about 20 then. Got to be talking about 20. Yeah. And get ready. I'm super, super excited for tonight. We we got uh, the Pulp Fiction division of the Hustler Best Ball Tournament cracking off. And then uh, we're filling up spots right now for the Breaking Bad division. And that is going to be a slow draft. They're all $10 buy-ins. And uh, we got one, two, three, four, five spots remaining in the Breaking Bad division. Me, Song, Big Tons, Bogey, Dennis, Crispy, and Kidda are in uh, the Breaking Bad division as of right you got, now. Did y'all hear that? I, don't know, I mean, I have my garage code, but you, can you hear that, that car? Uh-uh. Okay, never mind. Because there's a dude who legit has a Ferrari. You know what I mean? And he, and oh, functions. yeah. Remember I was he telling you? He comes to get some tail around the corner, right? Yeah, but he'd be staying here. Like, that's his lady, I guess, now. Because like, he, he's, like, over overnight all the time. He just parks his shit on the street. That's wild, yeah. man. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> and Peacock, what up? He said, I just traded Tyreek Hill and Algier away last week for Christian Kirk, McLaurin, Damian Pierce, and Ayuk. Win. Winner. Yeah, that's a big haul. Winner. Who did he yeah. trade again? Tyree, well, he traded away Tyreek Hill and Algier for Kirk McLaurin, Damian Pierce, and Ayuk. Because it's almost like Damian Pierce and Algier. <laughs> it's almost just like a swap there, and it's like the three wide receivers for Tyreek. It's kind of hard to argue who's going to be in a better offense. Right. Algier or Pierce, but I think right. I like I mean, and both of them are in a system. With that that is, is predicated on that wide zone run, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right. Actually, it, it's kind of a it's, – but I think Pierce still gets more touches. Maybe, maybe Singletary, you know what I mean, uh, uh, annoys a little bit. But, yeah, you know, I mean, you could argue that uh, Algier get more touches, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Devo said, put him in. Put him in, coach. Let's get it. This Breaking Bad division is going to be super, super dope. I just sent you the link, Devo. So yeah, I uh, I mean, what would Tyreek? What's he gonna be when his contract retires? He's gonna be like thirty two. No, thirty four. Isn't he twenty eight right now? Yeah, it's five years, right? Oh, he's he's, no, he's got three more. He's got three more oh, years on it because it was a four year deal that he signed, right? It was an extension on top. Yeah, of yeah. So he just turned twenty nine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, thirty. Yeah, thirty two. Which isn't a bad age to retire. I mean, he's probably, I mean, look at guys like Julio Jones. Yeah. Like, you know, you had guys like OJ. He kept coming back like, fuck that. I ain't done this. I unfinished business. Right. And and he still want to come back. Right? Yeah. Tyreek Hill, he's on pace to set, like, records. You know, know, he's got a Super Bowl. He's on pace. I mean, he already does have some records. A Hall of Famer. And he already does have some records. Isn't he the only guy to like score a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and like a kick return in the same game or some shit like that? Uh, Bogey went into the matrix. <laughs> but someone, uh, someone fact checked me on that. But I know he, uh, I'm pretty sure that, um, and I can't remember if it was with Mahomes or if it was with Alex Smith that he did it. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Tyreek is the only one to have a rushing touchdown a receiving touchdown and a special teams touchdown like a kick return um in the same game 
and bogey right back in. And Dennis said, what do you guys think of the trade between Big Tons and Brother Raz in the number one league? Okay, so bogey's not in that one. Let me uh, let me pull that up so he can uh, so he can hear it. All right, you ready for this, bogey? Nope, he's not. <laughs> All right, but we'll, we'll read this out when he gets back here because this was a crazy trade. I was a little bit surprised. Um, a lot is going on in this trade. A lot is going on, that is for sure. It's, uh, it's a four-piece for five-piece deal, and I really just don't like doing trades like that, like either way. And, uh, oh, and this wasn't Big Tons and Brother Roz. This was... Uh, Malone status and Brother Oz. Yeah, Malone status. Our homie, uh, our homie Dylan. He's been well. I mean, he's been in these since since he's literally first started. So he's been around for uh, he's been around this entire time. We've been doing these Hustler Dynasty leagues. All right, let's smoke it up. And uh, well, while we're waiting for Bogey to get back. They remind you guys about next week's box break. We're going to keep with the Wednesday box breaks. And uh, we got two of these Panini Prism packs right here. And then we got the Panini Prestige 2021 edition. And a couple more teams have gone since yesterday. It's between $10 and $20 uh, per team. And that does include... The shipping. So we got three boxes. I believe there's 48, 48 cards in the uh, in the prism packs. Well, I mean, 24 in each, and we got two of them. Those are the dope ones. Like, man, those Panini prisms. Those were super fire. And then uh, we got the prestige 60 cards in that bad boy right there. And uh, guess what, guys? I bought another illusions pack. I bought another illusions pack. So literally once we start filling this up, we'll start reserving spots for the next one. But we got to fill this one up uh, before we start reserving spots in that one because that's going to be the week after. And um, let me see. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to do that. And another Don Russ is what we're going to do. So we'll do like the same pretty much the same thing that we did last night. Not this next Wednesday. Two Wednesdays from now, um, I purchased it, but I haven't got it in the mail yet. But I'm sure it'll be, uh, I'm sure it'll be there soon. All right, let's smoke it up, and uh, yeah, where's Bogey at? Bogey's in the Matrix, buying some good weed right now. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So besides the Tyreek Hill news, what other news do we got today? Okay, now we heard the news about Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones and uh yeah like that is uh super super weird that we heard that they're shopping them around but then we hear the news today according to several high-ranking executives that the Patriots haven't approached teams with the idea of trading Mac Jones at all so very confused about this news and Dennis said that will be the Wednesday before Ricky uh well, it'll be the Wednesday that Rick, Ricky's coming on next Wednesday, this this next Wednesday. And then that's when we're doing this box break right now. And then uh, everyone who's getting in on this box break right now 
is getting in on the Miami style signed Ricky Williams jersey. This is going to go down at the end of FNT next Wednesday. So for, for this, if you get a $10 team, you get 100 entries. $15 team, you get 150 entries. And if you get a $20 team, you get 200 entries. So, yeah, make sure you get your teams, guys. Make sure you get your teams. All right. And what else we got here? What else we got here? We got, uh, oh. Well, I guess we'll throw this, we'll throw this in there now that Bogey's back. So we heard the news about Mac Jones that he was being shopped, and then we get the yeah, news. Yeah, it was Fugazi. Yeah, or it's just damage control because somebody leaked it, and there you uh -huh. know, what I mean? now, and now you have to say that so Mac Jones don't feel the way. Right. It's just like you know, like that's why I like Shanahan and John Lynch so much because they'll just come out and be like, "Look, if the deal's good enough, <laughs> I trade away Shanahan." You know what I mean? Like. Hey, if yeah. he enough, I'd trade away Lynch. Like, you know, whether they're joking or not, at least. Well, I mean, you got to keep it real, right? Everybody's yeah. got a price. We already, everybody has a price. <laughs> but, but see, but, but, but the evil emperor, you know what I mean? He's, you know, he's powered by the dark side. You know what I mean? He's trying to manipulate yeah. everything. He's like, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no one, no one was shopping him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Bill. Uh-oh, PB and Waver said, I want Mac Jones to consider the Kellen Moore transition to QB coaching. Already? <laughs> In his third year? <laughs> I mean. Oh, man. But see, but Kellen Moore was always the backup. When you're a backup already, you kind of have that in you to be that quarterback coach. Well, because you, you literally have to help the QB, yeah. whoever's a starting QB, prepare for that game kind of like a coach would, right? Yeah, and like also when they come on to the sideline, like hey, hey, like, hey, you know what I saw there, Dak? Um, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and that's what Kellen Moore was. Yeah. He was, you know, and he learned from Tony Romo. He was backing Tony Romo first. And you know, anybody who watches Tony Romo call games, he's calling it to a T. So just imagine that, like someone who can see the game in that in that fashion, kind of laced up Kellen Moore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? And Kellen, you know, Dak's best years, at least if you want to pace him out, or even his best years so far in his career, were under Kellen Moore calling the plays. You know what I mean? So hopefully we get to see Herbert healthy. And, you know, he's going over 5,000 easily in that system because they want to throw a lot more. You know, maybe the, uh, maybe not as much to the running backs. Maybe that's why uh, you know Austin Eckler kind of sees the tea leaves like, hey, I might be healthy all year. But uh, might not be close to production because systematically they're not going to throw him the ball. That's where he shines. Right. You know what I mean? There's just certain things. And uh, and I think Bill O'Brien is going to fix Mac Jones in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mac Jones was already. Ah, bogey right back into the matrix. All right, let's see. And uh, PB and Waver said, I know it's a wild take. Well, I mean, guys like Big Ben, I mean, they didn't look like they belonged. And, or he belonged and, uh, you know, kind of showed that he did. And uh, Peacock said, McCorkle says Burrow stole his whole cigar bit. What? <laughs> yeah. He oh, was, I mean, he's a cigar smoking thespian. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anyone can call like smoking a cigar their thing when gangsters have been doing this shit, you know. Al Capone days and all that kind of shit making, uh, you know, smoking cigars look cool. And uh, 
Peacock said if he uh, he says if he had his college wide receiver, he'd be balling also. I called them savage. <laughs> All right, let's see. What else we got here? Um, apparently the Raiders are one of the teams that have inquired about getting DeAndre Hopkins. Um, wouldn't be much. I mean, Cardinals already said it's like a second, third rounder, like something like that. I think they're really just trying to get something, um, out of him. I would not like that though. If he went to the Raiders, that should be super whack. That'd be really, really whack if uh, DeAndre Hopkins went to the uh, went to the Raiders. Yeah, because it's already like bad enough that we have to worry about Jimmy, Jimmy's skills, his, his strengths of his skill set, not highlighting Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? Like Devontae Adams being an outside the numbers predominantly, although you can move him around and inside and whatnot. You know, Jimmy shines throwing between the hash marks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, whether, you know, I don't know. It's just. I wouldn't like it. It doesn't seem like the Raiders are going to be a super high powered uh, passing offense this year with, I mean, I mean, Jimmy, but getting rid of Darren Waller, like, yeah, they're they're going to be predicated on the run. I think there's a good chance Mac Jones rivals Jimmy in fantasy this year. Yeah. I I believe it. Like, you know, I think Mac Jones could be a higher QB two than Jimmy can. Yeah, because they have all the makings of punching it in when they're down there with 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 Jacobs. You can say the same thing with Harris. I mean, with Harris with the the Patriots. Yeah, but I mean, having a Ramondre and whatnot. But I mean, you're you're gonna have Bill O'Brien calling the plays. Like, I I feel like they're gonna throw the ball just just that much more to make yeah. it a more even keel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, before you go into the matrix, Dennis wanted uh, to get our thoughts on this dynasty trade that happened in the Hustler One. Team A receives Kamara, Dobbins, Watson. Or, uh, no, sorry, Kamara, Dobbins, Dodson. Well, obviously, and the two oh seven this year, and Team B receives Tyler Algier, Brian Robinson. The 110, Amani Hooker, and the 610. They win. You think Team B wins? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of on that side, too. I mean, getting the higher the higher pick and getting no, Brian running Robinson. Running backs are younger. You want them in their in, – in, you want running backs in year two and three, like, you know, if you don't have them in year one already. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So Who wins that uh, trade, guys? Team A or Team B? Throw it in the chat. You guys know how I feel about Brian Robinson being with uh being in an Eric Bieniemy offense. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna lean extremely on him, dude. Like well, out of this whole they don't have a Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like out of everybody here, I feel like Brian Robinson and Dodson are probably like the best dynasty players like out of here. And I think I'd rather have Robinson than uh than Dodson. And then, I mean, you got the 110 also. I mean, who knows? I mean, everything past that, like, 1718, it starts getting real fickle, you know, so you really got to kind of hit on those rookies and get a little bit yeah, and you got And there's probably one more year of Camara, and so, you know I mean? Bravo. Yeah. And Dennis said, I'm on Team B. Yep. And uh, so Dylan is Team B, and Brother Roz is Team A. And Brother Roz is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Dennis said, I like Algier too. I like him. I don't think I'm as high on him as others, but um, I mean, it's probably just, the most quietest. Just the math is there. Ever. Two good weapons to take the top off a team that wants to. There goes Bogey back in the Matrix. And uh, Bakeslot said, Team B. Yep, on it. All right. Let's see here. Yeah. I'm I mean, back. I'm back. yeah, I'm back. But yeah, but I mean, Arthur Smith, I mean, they're going to want to try to own time of possession. You got two weapons to take the top off. Maybe they get an imp- uh, improvement in quarterback play. Like, if Lamar Jackson's there all of a sudden out of nowhere in Atlanta, nobody's saying, that, like, like, fuck. You know what I mean? No one's coming off of Algier. You know what I mean? PBA waiver said, Falcons, please take a wide receiver at eight. And uh, is it seven or eight that they have? I think they might have the seven. And he said, uh, JSN or Quentin Johnston. Yep, and then, and they just need a QB like so he, bad. He's like, gonna throw them the ball. That's what yeah, I'm like they just need a QB so I bad. I mean, Heineke's a cool story. Heineke could be a serviceable guy, but you don't have a team like Washington was, where like they could win on defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, it's like you know what that is defense is bad. Yeah, and they gotta start. I mean, maybe they turn it around. I mean, they, you know what I mean? Maybe that's what they do. Add a pass rusher. Like, but see, I just have them. I have them, you know. Uh, what if Jalen Carter falls to them somehow? Boom. I mean, they they have Grady Jarrett, and they also have another tackle that they just. Yeah, I guess they probably don't need interior. They probably no. need uh, um, a D end more than any more than interior. Exactly, and then you know what I mean. And then if not, I mean, you know, I can see Tennessee trading for that. Ah, there goes Bogey. Back into the matrix. And uh, Dennis said, rookie draft round four, and you're going IDP. Do you take Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr.? So, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, just an IDP in general, you want the, the, you want the DNs or those outside linebackers over the interior defensive linemen. So, yeah, it's going to be Will Anderson Jr., but those guys' names right there, like Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, they're going to go sooner. Then the fourth round, like the top, top end IDP guys, at least uh, based name based on name, end of the second round, you know, beginning a third round, somewhere in the third round. So probably not lasting to the fourth. There's an award for the best linebacker in college, like Von Miller won it. And, you know, like the, the, you know, the who's who linebackers coming out of college is one. There's a guy, his name is Jack, Jack Campbell. He's the guy this year. Uh huh. The, the, the middle linebacker, or are we talking about the edge rusher? The middle linebacker. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe not a first rounder, but he's like when he's like you know one of the considered the best linebacker. Yeah. Or at least the the most the most decorated. Maybe. Yeah. And a guy like Jalen Carter and PB and Waver said it there. Will Anderson instant impact. Well, I mean, in reality, I guess, yeah, I mean that's what we hope for. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson was. I mean, in NFL, he was an instant impact, not in fantasy. You know, so it's kind of like the same thing uh, with this. And I would expect a guy like Jalen Carter to make way more difference in the NFL than he does in fantasy right away. What up, Tino? What's going down, bro? What up, birthday twin? Now, how about, let's just talk about it more. Every time it comes up in the news, we might as well talk about it. The speculation that if this deal doesn't go down with the Jets and the Packers, that the 49ers are going to get in there and swoop. I mean, how likely do you think that that is? Here's the thing: it becomes 
interesting because there's no first rounds involved. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's the only reason the Niners can get in the mix. Hold on, wait a second. Wait, wait, what was that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 go wait in line. <laughs> so we're waiting in line. We're yeah. next. Yeah. yeah, we can cut the line. We're the Niners. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, do, am I, do I hope it happens? Cool. Yeah, yeah, I hope it happens. Because what like, do you I'll, think? Like, like, okay, uh, but, yeah, but, no, but, but it's not gonna, but you know, I me, mean, it's not gonna happen. I mean, yeah, you know I mean, why? no first rounders in the mix. What do you think they'd give up? You've seen other kind of trades, three threes, three threes, three okay. threes in this. We have three threes, they're basically in a row this year, okay, like three consecutive picks in the third round. Like, I right. think those, those would just come off the table right there. Bam, yeah, I think that's good enough to get us Rogers. You know, maybe, uh, maybe they really like maybe, maybe they like they like Lance. But but see, I don't think Lance is involved in this trade. If we may, and I think then Lance becomes a trade chip to somebody else once he's healthy. It does make it it does make it get cheaper draft pick wise if Lance is involved. That's for sure. Yeah, and but then it would show but, that they really hate but, Jordan. But, but, but let's be, so let's let's be realistic though. Let's yeah. be realistic though. It's not like Zach Wilson was there any kind of involved in in any Rogers trade either for the Jets. You know what I mean? That's like true. It, it's. It, they don't. It, it, it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen with Lance, especially the fact that Lance is coming off that injury. They, can, you know what I mean. But well, you know what's fucking funny though? Like just literally those two. You know, both uh, number three overall picks. You know, in back to back years or whatever. No, 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 no. same year. Oh yeah. What? Wait, wait, wait. Two and three. Two and three. Oh, two and three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my bad. Two and three. It's funny how I think Lance has more value right now on the yeah. trade market than Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson has put out he, so much Because he ruined his value by showing everybody? Yeah, he put out so much bad tape. Yeah. Everyone knows who he really is. He is who he thought he was. <laughs> you know, in another five years, those 35-year-olds that he was fucking, they're 40 now. You know what I mean? Those 40-year-olds he was fucking, they're 45 now. You know what I mean? They're getting up there. Yeah, and then they just don't like fucking him no more. You're like, like, You're like 26, man. They're so old. The cuteness is worn off. <laughs> I mean, shit. If they're into big 12-year-old-looking motherfuckers, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that oh, dude's man. like a He's an Opie. Is that what they call it? An Opie? Yeah. <laughs> like, the white boys that look like they're just big old little kids. Oh, man. That shit is hilarious. All right. Uh, the draft day news that we got right here, um, or at least not the draft news, guys uh, going and visiting different teams. So Hendon Hooker has a meeting on the books with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, that's what's crazy about Hendon Hooker and his range of outcomes in this draft. I, I really think he's going to be a first rounder somewhere, but he could go like somewhere in the high teens to like anywhere in the low 20s. But I think he's going to go. I think Somewhere the one, in there. I think he does because you want the guy like that for five years because he's gonna sit for a year. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. So yeah. getting him in the first round is that's the upside because he's the project. Uh, he has all the size and everything, but coming off that ACL is the, um, this the only reason he's falling, or else he'll probably be up there with the uh, right. You know the the top, the, the, top the ten Edmonton. somewhere. Yeah, the uh, the um the Levises and you know he'd be in that everyone team. after C.J. Stroud and Bryce, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, but now he's kind of just at the tail end of all these guys. And, uh, let me see here. And, um, so, uh, Cowboys potentially going to draft a QB 
And uh, TCU's Max Duggan is someone who's on their radar. What is he, like a third or a fourth rounder? Like something like that? Like I don't think he's going to be going in the first two rounds. So they're going to try to hit, like uh, try to get another Dak. I think, I mean, they've gotten lucky with Tony Romo and Dak, you know? Like, I mean, not paying up for the QBs or anything. Somehow works out. Yeah. And uh, let's see. How about the Raiders um, and Bryce Young? Bryce Young visiting the Raiders. Um, Interesting (laughs) because, like, you talked about it before. I mean, it's really like the agent who's going to tell him, you should go visit these guys, you should go visit these guys. (coughs) If he's going and visiting the Raiders, does he think he's not going to get drafted in the top four? They can move up. You never know. You know, that's that's, (laughs) – Yeah, I guess that's true. I I can think of an immediate correlation. The the GM for the Raiders – Used to be partnered up with the GM for the Texans. They were together in New England under Belichick. Ooh, I mean, oh, okay. So th- th- I could think of a direct correlation there. You know what I mean? Um, okay. But you know what I mean? It's, I I just don't see the Raiders. They're going to end up with like a Will Levis or something. Like they're going to get somebody at seven if they yeah. go that way. Because pass rush. That's also something that they are just in very in, in dire need. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You know they they try to do the they try to trade for Ngakwe to pair him up with Max Crosby. And, you know what I mean, like, man, it would be way better for them not to draft a QB and uh, yeah, just focus on some more moves out of that might do that that might get them winning a little bit more this year in a division that's hella stacked right now. Remember after uh, Ngakwe, they went and got Chandler Jones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they just need help. Even though Chandler Jones is one of those hybrid guys, like. Yeah, kind of like an outside linebacker. Yeah, and Uh, even then, he was super hit or miss. He just had the couple, couple huge, huge ass games that got us remembering him. Love Chandler Jones. I mean, shit, bro, it's Bones Jones' little bro. (laughs) Hell yeah! How about Joey Porter Jr.? Um, And for those who don't know, uh, he's a cornerback uh, coming out of Penn State, and uh, he's on a visit with the Ravens, and he's also got the Raiders on the books and um see now I can definitely see the Raiders uh trading back if they don't take something at seven. Yeah. Or at uh yeah at seven. Uh-huh. Uh, and but uh but, but if not I can I can see them to go in D B though. You know what I mean? I mean D B's go top ten. I mean last year we had two guys top five. Yeah you know I mean cornerback four. Yeah top four. You're right. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know, I, I mean, he's going to, uh, Joey Porter Jr., he's going to be one of these guys who, like, I'm trying to think who were, like, the cornerbacks drafted in, like, the, the teens and the 20s. But I, I could think of, like, uh, Elam for the Bills. I think he went at, like, 23 or 24, something like that. He could go in somewhere in that range, but he's a dog, man. I'm excited to see where he goes because he's going to be one of those guys. Tampa could be one of them teams. You know what I mean? They they need corner because they let uh, 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 Dean. Yeah. Uh, damn, what is his first name? Mikael Dean? Mika- uh, fucking. Nicobe? N- no, not Nicobe Dean. I'm talking about Dean uh, from the goddamn Buccaneers. They're corners. They let go of Davis, Carl Davis. Oh, no, oh. They, they kept him. But they let go of the other guy. John Murphy Bunting. There you go. Okay. Yeah, Jamel Dean. There we go. Thanks, Emil. Jamel Jamel Dean. Dean. There we go. I couldn't think of his first name either. Yeah, they let him go too, right? Or no, he's still there. Is he still there? 
I think you might let him go too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, um, Bucks. Uh, they they do need some. They are going to need some help in the secondary now. That is. Yeah, uh, and they got a de- they got a sure. defensive minded head coach. You know what I mean? Okay, no, Jamel Dean. Uh, they they still got him and Davis, so they're still they're still going to be the tag <laughs> team. Dean was the, yeah, but he was. I guess they did have Murphy Bunting play a lot of nickel, though. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Emil said they re-signed him. Yep. Yeah. And Tino said James Dean. <laughs> right. Super cool, man. But yeah, I'm super excited to see like what teams because uh, I mean the top three cornerbacks in the uh, in the draft are supposed to be super dope. So we're talking like instant like impact guys. And I, I mean, not too many guys are going to be like sauce, you know. So I mean, we can't really say that, but. Yeah, these guys are supposed to be dope, though. And uh, yeah, Joey Porter is supposed to go uh, somewhere in the. They, they have him as a mid, as a mid first rounder. Hey, yeah, you way to go, Joey! <laughs> and he's six two one ninety three as well. Like that's what's wild, you know. Like a lot of these cornerbacks, like you know, we get the five nines, five tens, five elevens. Like well, he's six two, almost two hundred well, pounds. I mean, so. You know- the reason why we've seen the five nine five tens is because we went to speed a, a, a kind of a speed dominant little era for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like you know, and and if you look at the era ten years ago, right? Yeah. Ten years ago, you had like the Legion of Boom and the Cover Three, where you have you know corners. They're all six two and up, long, lengthy, thirty inch arms yeah. and up. You know what I mean? Fuck Tino him. said Wooly or Woolen. It's Woolen, Tariq Woolen. That dude's a beast. Yeah, how see what's his what's his build? Because that that he's drafted by the guys who drafted Legion of Boom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and like here's the thing Shit. too. Like <laughs> he's six four. See? And look yeah, at this. Six the four game, to ten. So now to to my next point is that <laughs> you're seeing the game go back to that again because you're seeing the Drake London's the George Pickens, the fucking um, uh, 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 damn, the the six two and up receivers are coming back. Is my point. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, that's my point. And, and big <laughs> slot, big slots are always going to be a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Tariq Woolen, <laughs> fucking drafted in the fifth round, hundred and fifty third overall pick. Like, what a fucking hit for the Seahawks there. You know why she falls too? Because the game's not looking for that size kind of corner. Right. right. But they are because yeah. they got DK Metcalf, who's a 6 4 monster. You know yeah, I mean? they need someone to cover DK just in practice. Just in practice. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? DeAndre Hopkins is still one of those guys. But, you know, but like I said, he's from the old era of, right. of receivers with, where everyone wanted a Calvin Johnson. And if you didn't have a Calvin Johnson, you had a skinny version like AJ Green, right. and Allen Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Or you had your own. And Peacock said, love them big slots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love them big slot receivers. <laughs> and Tino said, what's his build? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh, man. That shit's funny. Yeah, but everybody wanted to have a Calvin Johnson like back in the days. You know what I mean? Hell, yeah, because you can't teach that size, man. Those big I mean, motherfuckers. Look, sky- you had Mike Evans. He Mike Evans lasted. If you yeah. think about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Calvin Benjamin, he didn't. You know what I mean? No. Uh, <laughs> Sammy Watkins had the size and speed. What was he, 6'3"? 
Something like I think that. Was, I swear he was 6'4". Like, I, I swear. 6'4"? I, I thought it's, I was going to say so, too, but I thought I was overshooting it. Maybe it was his dreads. You know what I mean? It made him a little, bit, a little bit taller. <laughs> it added an inch. Yeah. Oh, no, we're both, we're both off. It's the legend of, legend of Sammy Watkins. He's 6'1". Okay. Because he yeah. was part of that. He was part of that that crop, too. But then. Who the else? Mike Williams. That's another one who went. Uh, yep. 6'5". You know what I mean? Seventh overall point. draft pick. Yeah, 2017. You know, Corey Davis was was a big boy too. Uh, you know, that came out that year. You know, then but then you had, you know, the success of uh, guys like OBJ and then and then I mean before him uh, and, and for a long time Antonio Brown. You know what I mean? Stephon yeah. Diggs. Then Stephon Diggs was of that mold. You know what I mean? Like you know these the, the smaller shiftier. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the Jamar, Jamar Chase is more right. Jamar Chase is more of that mold, right? Yeah. And uh, Tino said, who's the, uh, who's the biggest receiver in the NFL right now? So there's a couple listed at 6'5". Aquimius St. Brown, Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, Mike Evans, Cam Sims, and Mike, is it Strachan? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Mike Strachan? Strayhanners, yeah, from, from the from Colts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're all, they're all meant to be slot receivers, except for one of those names you said. I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, Mike Quimius, Lazard, Christian Watson, Mike, and Mike Evans. He's the one. Yeah, Mike right Evans is the only one that's not that was yeah. not like build to be yeah. a uh, fucking slot. <laughs> oh, you talking about? Uh, are you talking? He said biggest young receiver. You talking in the NFL draft? <laughs> Marty said Laquan Treadwell. How big is he? I think he was like six four, six five, six two. Is what they got him. Damn, maybe he just looks so much bigger because he used to be on the when you used to see him on the field with uh with Diggs back in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, like, this, this this guy Laquan Treadwell, if he can get it together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tino said Lazard will finish <laughs> a career. Didn't realize how big. <laughs> that's why he be blocking like motherfucker, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why, that's why he's an immediate red zone target. He's the tight end. Labeled as a receiver. And he's lucky because he gets a receiver bag. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And really is just out there playing like a tight end. Fucking blocking and getting some red zone looks. Yep. Third, third, third down looks. You know what I mean? And now he's going back to it. He's going back to the exact offense that he, they, they played in majority of his career. And Dennis said Treadwell, one of the biggest first round busts. That's what's crazy because I feel like more wide receivers bust in the first round than any other position. Because yep. you got to jump up to get those motherfuckers. They're flashy. And, and you usually start day one, first-round guys, because it, they're usually team-needed, right? Like, Jamar Chase, he's in there day one. You know, Jefferson, he was on there day one, maybe not full complement of snaps, but by week two, three, he was in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Week four, he was the guy. Yeah. O- OBJ, he was billed to be the guy. He had the hamstring. Swipe up. That's why he fell a little bit. So I'm like, I don't, I don't remember if he did combine. I know he had just hams, and then, then he re, then he, then he has it. Reaggravated. Yeah, yeah. Reaggravated, and then you know what I mean, like. Yeah, and uh, Tino said, "How much does he weigh?" Uh, two fifteen. Two fifteen is Treadwell, and uh, Marty said, "Corduroy Pimpin's big." Let's see. Yep, six two. Two thirty. That's why transition to running back, no problem. Yeah, Belichick was like, he's a return guy, but if we put the ball in his hand already, 
Now, I, don't know, I mean, he just he couldn't run routes for shit, and he doesn't really have the best hands. He's just athletic. He was just athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy that it took it so fucking long. And yeah, 6'2", 227 is what he's officially at. So Bogey was spot on. And uh, Dennis said, I remember when it was uh, when they were drafting Treadwell and all the experts were calling him Megaquan. Yeah, see, this is why you don't listen to the experts, right? Because they were still in the era. Now, I think it was, he was drafted 2014-ish, 15? 2015, I think, Treadwell and Diggs, right? You know what I'm saying? Diggs might have been 16, actually. Let's see. Treadwell. Now, my, my point is Megatron was still in their division, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Julio Jones. 2016. <clears throat> Julio Jones, another one of those ones. Yeah, six, what is three, six, four. Yep, giant, hella heavy, fast, track star, like literal. Yeah. Could have been an Olympic, could have been an Olympic runner, but, but you know what I'm saying, just went a different route. Yeah, let's he see. Got yeah, he, yeah, I mean, shit, he ran a 4.39 at the oh, combine man. at 220 pounds, 6'3". Mm-hmm. Fucking man, that's, fast, you know, when you're that, that's the thing when you're that big. First of all, he's a track star, so he always had turf toe. You know what I'm saying? And and because that was and uh that was and 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 also the uh another one uh, he had a he had a list he had a a, a, a list Frank hella hell times. You know what I'm saying? So like those things are straight synonymous with tracks track stars. You know what I mean? And yeah. all he did was man, all he did was just dominate running and go rides down the field half the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And then on top of that, coming down all those all those years on his own weight. I mean, look at Megatron, dude. Just Megatron had him by like 35 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Megatron and by, by a few inches, you know what I mean? Yeah. DK is uh 6'4, 235, Tino. <laughs> and Marty. Quentin Johnston is uh 63208 is what he's listed at. And he ran a 449. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I really don't care about the size and the speed unless unless they're in the wrong system. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at this point, we'll know where they get drafted if they're gonna fit, if their skill set will fit. But yeah. one thing with receivers, as long as they run the route tree good, bro. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like DK, the reason he fell is because he he was viewed as a guy who was a one trick pony. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, oh no, he has it's not just the go route. It's not just the or the nine round. He he has a slant. It's like, oh, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? But then over the course of the years, he's he's a better route runner now. Still not, you know what I mean? Not like a Calvin Ridley, though, like where Calvin Ridley wasn't a big dude at all. But he's but you know what I'm saying? He's one of the best route runners in, in the game. Jared Judy compared and look, oh, they came from Alabama. It must be just how they, you know what I mean? That's yeah. their, you know, that's what they do well over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, all right, we had uh, our homie Phil. He's joining the Breaking Bad division with us as well in the slow drafts. So well, you remember, draft, Phil, peeps. when someone's knocking on a door coming to kill you. Uh, <laughs> I probably started already. Huh? <laughs> I, I'm the one knocking. <laughs> yeah, I fucked that up. <laughs> and... Uh, um oh stevie b when he came on when we were doing our mock draft on tuesday so uh, i haven't seen the new reception perception stuff yet <laughs> but uh, he said that he saw the new one released and they had jsn in there and he's uh pretty much one of the, the one of the best route runners that he's ever seen coming out of college 
reception perception wise. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to help him because he didn't play much in college. Right. So, you know what I mean? That's what's going to yeah. help him. You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. Cause oh, how many oh. games did he actually play? 23. He, he played 23 uh, college games. 867 snaps is how many. Crazy. Not, not even a thou wow. Yeah. That's a lot of games, though. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, to get to a thou wow. So, I mean, still, though, that's it's a small sample size, but well, hey, hey, you better be one of the baddest motherfuckers. Look at Jamar Chase. So yeah. good. Play what? Like, two solid seasons? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then even took a whole year off, opted, and then was like, now I'm now I'm entering the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quentin Johnston's only played 30. Only played 30 games. You know, this this class, I just remember last year, everybody told me this is one of the baddest motherfucking classes ever. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. Guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we'll see when they get on the field. I mean, top three guys are 21 years old in the wide receiver category. I guess top four guys. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these guys. uh, Yeah, 21 years old in the uh, in the wide receiver class right now. And uh, but yeah, remains to be seen. I mean, we'll we'll see where a lot of these guys get drafted. But I mean, shit. Like even. even guys like Jordan Addison, Jalen Hyatt. I mean, those are guys who uh, they believe are going to be mid or late first rounders. Um, so, yeah, the the big boards have uh, the top top four receivers going somewhere in the first round. I guess that's usually what we've seen, right? How many wide receivers did we see last year? Seven. Yeah, in, uh, in the first round. It was Seven. I think it was 12 in the first two, something like that. I don't know. Someone can fact-check me. We got Olave. We got London. We got Traylon Burks. We got... It was six in the first round. Uh, Chris Olave, Jamison Williams, Garrett what? Wilson. What? Uh, Dodson. What? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and then it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Then seven went in the, uh, in the second round. And it was Watson, Wandale, Mechie, what? Taekwon, what? Higgins, Alec what? Pierce. Hold on, Sky go back. Moore. Say Taekwon again. Taekwon. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> That's it. That's okay. it. Yeah, it's crazy. And then only two go in the third round. Then you had a couple. Well, actually, I guess you got the supplemental third or whatever the hell. But uh, yeah, a lot of these guys really haven't panned out yet. I mean, Drake London, yeah, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. I mean, those kind of did. They're the first three. Jamison Williams, I guess we'll see this year. Dodson, I mean, I guess he panned out as a first rounder for them. It's not like he busted. Uh, Trey well, Burks, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Watson, I mean, he was uh, he was a hit for them in the top of the second. Rondales, what? whatever, what? Mechie. Um, didn't Mechie get leukemia? Like, what was it that Mechie got? I think, he had, I think he had leukemia. And first he tore his ACL. Right. Uh, and then, and I, I, I want to say it was in training camp. And then they found, because of all the medical stuff he had to do, they found out he had leukemia. I think it was, I think that's how it happened. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think he's I think he's doing well, bro. Mm-hmm. Because but it's also like a fact of coming back from the ACL too. Right. Like I mean, but I mean it's also and then it's it, you know, you got a new coaching regime. It's not a new like a uh, general manager or whatnot, but it is a new coaching regime there. So hopefully he fits, man. That'll be a cool story. He's always gonna be a uh he's always gonna be eligible for a comeback player story, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And uh but yeah, Taekwon, he didn't do nothing. Pickens, he was whatever. I mean, he he had this little... Hey, you ready for this? What? Taekwon Thornton. Taekwondo Thornton. What the He is new Will Fuller. I really think, I mean, okay, Belichick. We already know. They like to trade down when they their second rounders that, that they pick usually end up, maybe not in year one when they get them, but it ends up uh, that draft pick usually ends up being a huge, huge part of the offense, the defense, whatever. And uh yeah, I, I really think that he is going to be uh, <coughs> he's going to be a bigger part of their offense this year. <coughs> he's someone who I'm totally down to uh, to target as late as we're able to get him. Let's see. And uh, so Marty said, who could you see taking a big step next year? Just out of these wide receivers, right? So let me uh, – let me read the top. Uh, we'll read it again. Drake London, Garrett Wilson, what? Chris Olave, Jamison Williams. It's Drake, it's Drake London. Who you think will have the biggest jump? Well, hold on. Let's read everybody oh, okay. because there's guys who didn't do shit in year one. So, I mean, if they do, you know, they, they do really good. They, they, they're they going to outproduce the, the what's it called, the difference. Um, Jamison Williams, Dodson, what? Burks, Watson, Wandale, Mechie, Taekwon. Pickens, oh. Alec Pierce, Sky Moore. Who do we think takes the okay. biggest, biggest jump out of everyone from year one to from, year two? From, le- from least to greatest jump. Yeah. Give me Taekwondo Thornton. Because he's, yeah. he's going to be under Bill O'Brien, who had Will Fuller. Yeah. And I, said, I feel like they're going to stretch the field more. So there's that. I'm with Emil and uh, and Marco. What up? What up? They said Jamison Williams. I really think yeah, Jamison okay, Williams. Okay, Jamison Williams. That, I'm I'm, I'm going to get to him. Sky Moore's next because Sky Moore has the route rate running capability. He, I mean, he's the, he's more of a traditional slot guy that the Andy Reid likes to use versus how they use Juju, kind of like a tight end because Juju is like bigger. But uh-huh. you know what I mean? Juju was getting like eight targets a game as a floor. If that translates to anyone. On that roster right now, it's going to Sky Moore. Um, then, um, oh, and then there's Jamison. Yeah, that's right, Jamison Williams. Because, but see, his is kind of the low hanging fruit because he didn't play really. So, and he was coming off the ACL. Now he's gonna be full healthy, full year. So, a lot of attention on on uh, St. Brown. You know what I mean? I think but, that's uh, the guy I, who I a lot of people are gonna be. I, I, don't you think that's the person that a lot of people are going to be sleeping on? Not in our circle because we've been talking about yeah. it, but he doesn't seem like a guy who's going to be getting drafted super high in dynasty or in redraft. No, not at all. Because most it's most of the times people forget about him, and then or, or and, and a lot of times they fall because people people tend to just follow the ADPs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then and then there's uh, and then there's this, the possibility that Christian Watson. Uh, is, is a back end WR2 because of sheer volume. 
You know yeah, I mean? Marty said, would Jamison have been the first wide receiver taken if no injury? Probably. I, I mean, even with I, the injury, he was I, taken. I, was, I mean, Drake London wasn't even considered the first one. A lot of people had Garrett Wilson being the first guy off the board. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, if there's no injury for sure, because I mean, she tore his ACL like months before the draft. Well, yeah, it was in the fucking championship, championship. game. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's a lot. You know, that people were looking. What, you know, it's one thing about the ACL is like, oh, hell yeah, now he's going to fall. But he doesn't fall far because, you know what I mean, today's science and, and you know, the fact that he's young, you know what I mean? We've seen players like like even Frank Gore. One, you know, two torn ACLs comes out of college. He has a forever career. You just never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Neil said Alabama wide receivers are fire. Hell yeah, man. They've uh, they definitely produced getting to the next level. That is for sure. Yeah, De- Devontae Smith, Slim Reaper, you know, uh, J- Jalen Waddle, the Penguin, fucking uh, 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 Calvin Ridley when he was playing, you know, um, uh, Amari Cooper, for what it's worth, the Pooper Scooper. Uh-huh. Ton of thousand-yard seasons under his belt, oddly enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Never, never great on a per-game basis. Yeah. Yeah. And uh PB and Waivers said this class is better than the uh, the 13-14 class. Well, let's see. Who is there? Uh, uh, I mean Sammy Watkins, of course, because he hasn't done shit. OBJ and Mike and Evans Mike and OBJ. Evans. Um Brandon Cooks. I mean Kelvin Benjamin's whack, you know, but so one, two, three, he a, he, four, five. He was a tight end playing receiver. <laughs> and he was good in that what his rookie year, right? Yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, the Marquise Lee, Jordan Matthews, Paul Richardson, Devontae Adams. There we go. I don't know. See, I mean, guys like that, they up the scale to where, like, now these guys really got to produce. Cody Latimer, Allen Robinson, and Jarvis Landry. So those were the first and second rounders in the 14 draft. Wow. That's funny. You said Paul Richardson. That's funny. <laughs> I don't even remember who the fuck that is. Remember like, Paul Richardson? Paul Richardson and Jerron Brown, they floated around different teams, but at one point they're both on the Seahawks and like Derek, salute. What up, homie? They were just like some streaming options, like a month. You know, Russ is crazy those years, bro. Yeah. I hate that shit because he'll just like score touchdowns like with motherfuckers. So it's like, you know what I mean? Hey, shout out to Kaiser who says he's watching us in Pakistan right now. What up? What up? Hey, on Facebook. Well, you know what I'm saying? I hope you're out there. Getting a big old bag of rupees, you know what I'm saying? Am I saying that right? You got that, that, that's the money out there. Yeah. Hop over. Anyone watch it on Facebook, make sure you hop over to YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler, 420 Fantasy Hustler. That's pretty dope, man. Shout out to Pakistan, man. Hope hope y'all hope uh y'all okay out there, man. There's always a forever war going on out that way. You feel me? It's just oh, crazy. Yeah. Hey, hey, Song, you the man, bro. You the man. What up, song gifting the 420 crew membership. On YouTube, so anyone who gifts a 420 crew membership, you get 300 extra entries into the signed Ricky Williams jersey going down next week when Ricky comes on the show. Let's go. Yeah. Next Wednesday, he will be on the show. And Marco from the future says Chris Moore is going to be the next Randy Moss. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> we we know how we know how Marco rolls. Uh, like Rex Burkhead's his favorite player. But he's see here's the thing, he's from the future, but like he never says which future. There's an yeah. infinite <laughs> an infinite uh, uh, an infinite amount of multiverses. So you know what I mean? Like of course of course Chris Moore. 
Because if there's one thing that we know, the future isn't written. Okay. Doc Brown has already taught us that. I don't know how to see. Doc Brown's a crazy, wild-eyed scientist. I wouldn't. wouldn't. He only claims to be a scientist. We don't know if he gets paid. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah. Damn, I'm just slaughtering all the good movies. <laughs> crazy, wild-eyed, uh, crazy, wild-eyed sign or man who claims to be a scientist. <laughs> oh man, classic stuff. And guess what, Bogey? So here's our list for the silver screen breakdowns. We already have a couple in the tank. You guys ready? We're doing uh, this um, next Friday. We're doing the Warriors. Nice. Two Fridays after that, we are doing the League season one. And hopefully you're not. Hopefully you're able to do that I'm, with us. I'm, I can't do next week because I know that's why we changed it to the Warriors because we were gonna do the league, but you got to be here for that one. Yeah, you got to be a part of that. So I'm yeah, so we're glad I'm missing a word. Warriors is awesome. That's a good one. It's a good one. And then um, after the league, we're taking you back to 1985 with Back to the Future. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we. I mean, are we, are we gonna do these one at a time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the next episodes for the the silver screen breakdown. Going to be super, super fun. And Emil said, rupees is in India, bogey. (laughs) And Dennis said, uh, but what the Rick Sanchez. (laughs) But what has Rick Sanchez taught us? Savage. And uh, Marco said, nope, he never said Burke is my favorite player. Only called one of his TDs. I know, but you did that. That's why I always say he's your favorite player. And Dennis, Warriors, come out and play. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Alan, I totally missed your question earlier. What up, bro? He said, I guess out of them, Dotson, St. Brown, too many targets. Technically, biggest jump would be Jamison Williams because he didn't do shit last year exactly. And Mechie, same way, too. Yeah, I'm with that. And that's what I and that's what I meant, going from literally, like, not doing anything to take, like, you know. Potentially a thousand yard season. And let's see. And uh, Alan, how many chicken wings can you eat in 10 minutes? I did 72 once at 10 cent wing night. Oh man. I think uh, I remember doing a chicken wing challenge. Like, well, just, uh, just amongst like some high ass friends. And uh, I remember eating like 35 and then just felt like I was going to fucking explode. And I don't think that that was in 10 minutes. It might have been because I was we were eating them. We were we were eating them fast. It was like a speed and quantity competition. I remember. <laughs> and Marco, I'm still uh, I'm still from alternate futures where Brady got drafted by the Explos and played catcher in the MLB. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And Marty said, no way. Those are Joey Chestnut numbers. I know, man. 72, 72 wings in 10 minutes. That's like, man, like, like, I don't even know how that's possible. Like, what is that? Like, uh, seven a minute. I mean, fuck, seven a minute. Oh, man. (laughs) And Tino said, sick future, Marco. (laughs) Hell yeah. And, uh, okay, last piece of this, uh, of the draft-ish news. We got here. And Alan said, well, 36 wings, 72 pieces. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, so JSN reportedly having extensive, extensive meetings with the Patriots. So we've already heard that the Patriots were super interested in him. I guess he's had multiple meetings with the Pats. And let's see. 
Where is where do the pats draft? Let's see. The Patriots draft fourteenth. Okay, fourteenth. <laughs> and Tino said JSN is dead as a pat. I know, right? I would not want him going there. Who knows if he even drops that far to uh, to fourteen? Because yeah, I feel like he's going in the top ten somewhere. <laughs> and Marco said, and Ryan Leaf is the goat. That's what's so crazy, man. Is that if Ryan Leaf didn't go to the Chargers, like he might have actually had like a good career. Like it's so nuts. But yeah, he gets drafted one pick after Peyton Manning. And Ryan Leaf was in the uh he was in the what's it called? Um he was in the running for the uh, the Heisman that year. But uh we all know Charles Woodson uh went and took that. And uh yeah. Just really, really uh, insane. And uh, he got ruined, got ruined with the Chargers. And uh, plus, he's just like, <laughs> plus, he just ended up turning to drugs like really, really early. And uh, <laughs> that freak out that he had in the locker room, <laughs> where he's like, I'll fucking kill you or whatever to the fucking, uh, um, to the reporter was super hilarious. And uh, Tina said, how many Super Bowls did, uh, did Leaf win, Marco? <laughs> And uh, Marco said, fun fact, fun fact, Brady really uh, did get drafted by the Expos in like 1995. Yeah, that was like straight out of high school, right? Let me see. Yeah, 18th round. They drafted him in the 18th round in 1995. So how old was Tom Brady in 95? That had to be like, Right when he was out of, uh, it had to be right when he was out of uh, college. I mean, uh, high school. I mean, because yeah, let's see, when was he born? Nineteen seventy-seven. So yeah, would have been twenty and ninety-seven. Yeah, eighteen. Yep. Yep, they drafted, uh, yeah, the Expos drafted Tom Brady in the 18th round of the MLB draft. But it's funny, though, because in uh, in baseball, it's like you kind of just get, like, the rights to that player. You don't even know what's going to happen. I mean, because we've had a lot of these, um, we've had a lot of these NFL guys get drafted to the MLB. But MLB has, like, so many fucking rounds, like, every single year. Like, how many rounds is the MLB draft? Because it was funny. I, we had a few guys who got drafted uh, when I was in high school. and the, I mean, those guys were stupid. They should have just went. <laughs> they should have just went. Um, yeah, 20 rounds. Yeah, 20 rounds of MLB players. It's crazy. Because it really is the hardest thing to do in the world, man. Hit a round ball with a round bat. Hell yeah. And uh, Alan said, uh, there's that word again. Why is everything, <laughs> there's that word again. Why is everything so heavy in the future? Is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? <laughs> what? <laughs> Doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And uh, and Tino said, damn, a lot of QBs get drafted. It's weird. Yeah, because, uh, man, it's all about that arm, dude. Um, I'm a cowboy. Wow, nice. I got cowboy. 
Because, yeah, like, Brett Favre, him and John Elway, I think, got drafted. But, like, those guys are throwing fucking cheese. As, like, 18-year-olds, they're throwing, like, you know, close to 100 miles an hour. I think they said, uh, I think John Elway used to throw, like, 97 or 98. And, um, and, uh, oh, no, Alan, I was playing Marty. I remember that. Yeah, like, right after, because Marty didn't know what the hell he was talking about. He didn't know that that was just his slang that he used. (laughs) And Antonio said, Noble's a cowboy now, Huss. Crazy, man. <laughs> and uh, Dennis, um, it'll, it, it should be ready by, uh, by when we do the draft here. We're going to get ready to sign off here, and we'll be back in like an hour and a half for the, uh, for the draft. <laughs> no, Dennis, he didn't say he's a cowboy fan. He's on his game, and he, uh, his character that he picked is a cowboy. <laughs> And Tino said, yes, Noble, welcome to the evil empire. <laughs> Marco said, I think winning a Super Bowl <coughs> with the Cowboys is much harder than hitting a baseball. <coughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> that is for sure. Oh, man. We're going to get ready to get up out of here. Yeah. You got anything to add before we get out of here? Nothing. Just about to pack this, pack this joint. Light one. Let's get it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys back here in like an hour and a half for the, uh, for the Pulp Fiction best ball division. Going to be super dope. We will see you guys then. Peace out. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East San Jose. What ain't know my name? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.